You're listening to the Audacious Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at our Chester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. Preach title this morning in the 17 minutes and 35 seconds that I have, that's going to be a miracle, is called Life to the Full. Why don't you turn to your neighbour and say Life to the Full. All right, church, I'll do you a deal this morning. Whenever I say something good, you can smile beneath that mask in Jesus' name. You can clap. You can say amen. You can encourage me and help me preach better because I could preach all day. You've got your Sunday lunch ready brewing in the oven. You don't want to miss your Sunday lunch. I could preach till the F1 comes back in two weeks' time. But all this no lunchtime's coming today. We want to enjoy our Easter roast. So if you help me preach better, I promise by nothing short of a miracle that in 16 minutes we'll be done, lives will be changed, and we'll head out, have fun, go home. Does that sound good? All right, that's what we're talking about. Last time, give it up for the band as they exit. We love you so much, band. Week in, week out, making the miracles happen. The Bible says this. We're going to Luke 24, verses 1 through 16. It says this. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? Come on, church, he's not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you. While he was still with you in Galilee, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised. Again, then they remembered his words, light bulb moment. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven, all the disciples and all the others who were there. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the woman because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up, ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves. And he went away, wondering to himself what on earth had happened. Almost there now, the same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. Life to the full. Wonder today, church, have you ever had a time in your life where you've been so zoomed in, so caught up in the moment, you've missed the big picture entirely? Now, thinking back some six, seven seven years ago, My mom and my stepdad had went to Texas on holiday. Do you remember those times we could go on holiday and there'd be no qualms, no problems? They were in Texas on holiday. They had totally forgotten to take me with them. I promise I am not holding on to that grudge seven years later. They're in Texas having a good time, 
But the deal was that I would pick my mum up from Dublin Airport on the morning they'd come back. I was like, fine, mum, no problem. I'll pick you up. I'm a great son. You've left me and gone to Texas, but I'll, you know, show you loads of grace. I'll pick you up. No problem from Dublin. Now, for me, I was at a Bible college retreat that evening. And let me tell you, it was phenomenal. It was like a party. There was loads of fun. And in a light bulb moment, I realized I had to go and pick my mum up in the early hours of the morning from Dublin Airport, which from where I was was about a two, two and a half hour drive to go. So I said goodbye to my friends, jumped in the car, went down to Dublin on the speed limit, I promised in Jesus' name, showed up to Dublin early, decided I'd pull into a lay-by and have a little snooze while I waited for my mum and stepdad to arrive at 5 a.m., now, church, I remember waking up, my alarm went off from the lay-by. I seen the time on my phone, and I thought, wow, my mom should have been here already. She should have called me. They should be here. Where are they? So I called my mom, and I said, mom, I'm here. And she says, you're where? I says, I'm here. She goes, you're where? I said, mom, I'm here. She says, you're not here. I says, I am. I'm here, ready to pick you up. She said, Lee, you're meant to pick us up tomorrow. We're still in Texas. I called my mom. She was still sleeping. I was like, mom, you're having a joke. Really? Is it April's Fool's Day? Fool's Day? Did I miss the memo? She's like, Lee, you've showed up a day early. Do you remember I told you we weren't coming on this day anymore, but we were coming the day after? Church, let me tell you, I had to look in the rearview mirror and remind myself I was a Christian and I didn't say naughty words as I decided to drive the whole way back to Northern Ireland to then go back the whole way back to Dublin the next day. How many people know that's a bad day right there? So zoomed in on the moment, I missed the big picture of what was really going on. Lysandra and I did it a couple of months ago, so eager to get to church. We were running late. We're like, we're the pastors. We can't be late to church. We have to be there on time. Grab your Bible. We don't need breakfast. Just the word of the Lord. Man shall live on the word of God. Let's just go to church. And we step out of the apartment. And as our door is swinging closed, I look at Lysandra and I say, love, you've got the keys, don't you? She says, you should have the keys. I said, no, you should have the keys. You should have the keys. The door's locked, and it locks from the inside in our apartment. How many people know when you have to call out somebody for £150 on a Sunday who turns out comes along with a credit card and swipes through your door and opens your door, that's a bad day. Needless to say, we lock the door from the inside every night now in Jesus' name. So zoomed into the moment, we've missed the big picture and for you, church, it might be so zoomed into that job that you have that you might not even enjoy. You forget to zoom out and be thankful that you have a job. So zoomed in on that one negative word that was spoken over your life. You forget to zoom out and remember the thousands of good things that were spoken over your life. So zoomed in on what you don't have, you forget to zoom out and be thankful for what you do have. And the danger this morning, church, is this, is if we're so zoomed into the here and now, focused on the picture of right in front 
front of us, we miss the overarching purposes of God for our lives. We can be so zoomed in to our lack, we forget to zoom out and realize that God's a God who provides. So zoomed into our sickness, we forget to zoom out and remember that our God's a God who is. So zoomed into the right here, right now, we forget to zoom out that God's got eternity for us. So zoomed into our world, we forget we've got a God who gives us hope, love, forgiveness, acceptance, grace, all the promises in Christ Jesus. So church, I want to suggest today, in order for each of us to live a life to the full, we have to zoom out and we have to do three things this morning. The first point this morning is we have to do is zoom out from myself. Everybody say, zoom out from myself. John 10.10 says this, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I, Jesus, have come that they may have life, you may have life, and life to the full. And I think it's been so easy in this last 12 months of lockdown, of being stuck at home with the same people, seeing things the same way, being exposed to the same things on the media, to see things from one perspective, and to be so caught up in what's right in front of us. We've been out of the vibrancy of community. We've been stuck at home. There's been people who've been furloughed, who've been bored, wishing they weren't furloughed. Then there's been people who haven't been furloughed, but wish they would so they could get a break. And then there's people just wishing they had a job. And the Bible has an account right here of two people that are so zoomed in to themselves that they miss the bigger picture. The Bible says this, Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. And as they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognizing him. Two of the disciples, it's like they've just lost a 10-0 defeat at home on a football match. It's a bad day. They've had the worst moment that could possibly ever happen to them. Jesus has been crucified, and they're walking home, seven miles home. It's a long journey. Heads hanging low, walking slow, There's no spring in their step. They're not excited. They're disappointed. They're heartbroken. They're reminiscing all the promises that they thought would have come to pass. And and they're walking all lowly, head down low, but so focused on themselves. They miss the fact, church, that there was a bigger picture. They miss the fact that Jesus himself said to them, on the third day, I'll raise from the dead. But it's not even the third day yet. And they're already giving up walking home. And church, get this, they were so zoomed in to themselves, they missed Jesus who came and walked beside them. Let me tell you today, Jesus is doing miracles in your life, but we can become so zoomed in to what's going on in our world, we miss the fact that Jesus himself has come and walked alongside us, is doing miracles, is walking with us, because we're zoomed in, focused on themselves. These guys so zoomed in to themselves, they missed the bigger purpose of what God wanted to do in their lives. 
And I want to tell you that in Jesus today, whether you've been here for the first time today or you've come back for a long time, that in Jesus, your disappointments can become your appointments. Your moments of breakdown can lead to your breakthrough. Your test can become your testimony and your setback can become your set up. They were so disheartened by the setback of the crucifixion, they forgot that the crucifixion was a set up for the resurrection. And there's things that's facing you in your world that you think are only setbacks. But let me tell you, church, Jesus is setting you up for a miracle. He's setting you up for breakthrough. He's setting you up for encounter. But the first thing we have to do is zoom out from ourselves. The second thing, church, are you with me? Second thing we have to do to live life to the full is zoom out from the crowd. Zoom out from the crowd. Luke 24, 9 to 11 says this. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the 11 and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Have you ever had a time where you've just followed the crowd? Be honest for a second, where you've just went along with the crowd? Gosh, I think we were tempted, love, at the start of lockdown. Do you remember where everybody was running to the supermarkets to get as much toilet roll as they could, as if toilet roll would be the new currency in the post-COVID world, walking through the aisles with 30 boxes of toilet rolls. If you need 30 boxes of toilet rolls in one week, you've got a bigger problem than COVID-19. You need to see a, a healer. You need to see a doctor, right? Times where we've just followed the crowd, unbeknown to us. And it turns out for Lizanne and I, we've done that just this week. There's this show we're watching and the contestants were all asked a question. What is the capital of Turkey? And the crowd, one by one, it's Istanbul, it's Istanbul, it's Istanbul. We look at each other, we're like, of course it's Istanbul. If you get that wrong, oh my gosh, you didn't go to school, you know, having this thing. Of course it is, everybody thinks it's Istanbul, of course it's Istanbul. Till this one guy, the last guy to answer says, you know what, I think it's Ankara. We're like, we've never heard of Ankara, where the heck is that? Turns out geography lesson, everybody, the capital of Turkey, it's not Istanbul, it's Ankara. A time where we've just followed the crowd. And here the disciples are all at home together, focusing on the fact that Jesus wasn't with them, but forgetting the promise that Jesus would rise on the third day. And Mary and the women come back with the most exciting news on planet earth. He is not there anymore. He's alive, he's risen. They're dancing, jumping for joy. But the disciples are sitting back, looking at each other, saying, as if, not a chance, dead on. He's not, he's not risen, it's nonsense. So focused on the crowd of each other, nobody remembered to zoom out and see the bigger picture that Jesus made a promise that he'd return with them until Peter got up. Peter ran from the crowd and Peter ran to the tomb to find out for himself that Jesus was alive. I wonder today, church, what is the crowd that you've been following? 
Oh, well, my friends don't believe in Jesus. They must just be right. Oh, well, there's bad things that's happened in my life. That must mean that, that God doesn't love me. What crowd have you unconsciously followed and not realized you should zoom out from the crowd and turn to Jesus? Because today, church, if you zoom out from the crowd and like Peter, run to Jesus, you'll find an empty tomb. You'll find a risen savior. You'll find a good God. You'll find a God who loves you, cares for you, died on the cross for you, but rose from the dead on the third day to give you life and all of its fullness. And the last point this morning, in two and a half minutes, in Jesus' name, says this. When you've zoomed out from myself, when you've zoomed out from the crowd, the last thing to do is to zoom in on Jesus. Come on, church, today, zoom in on Jesus. John 20, 18 says it like this. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of John records Mary and the women running back from the tomb with a spring in their step. The best news on planet earth, Jesus has risen. Jesus is alive. And what zooming in on Jesus will help you do is realize there's a bigger picture. There's a bigger picture going on behind the scenes. No longer am I just a, a blip in the timeline here today, gone tomorrow. I'm here for eternity with God. No longer was my life an accident and a coincidence of a lot of random chemical changes over time. God birthed me with a purpose in mind. No longer is what I'm going through just something I have to just scrape through and get by. God's with me in the journey. God's walking alongside me in the moment. That's what happens when you make a decision to zoom in on Jesus. And at 16 years old, church, was the first time I'd properly zoomed in on Jesus and give God a go in my life. And I remember getting on my knees by my bedside table. I tried everything else the world had to offer, but I still was left with this God-sized hole in my heart. And I prayed, Jesus, if you're real, I had, a, had just enough faith. And that's all you need today is just enough faith. Said, Jesus, if you're real, today I, I give my life to you. Forgive me from my past. Show me my future in you. Zoomed out from myself, zoomed out from the crowd, and zoomed in on Jesus. And let me tell you, church, that next morning I woke up, everything changed. Changed. There was a spring in my step. I was happy about going to school for the first time, and for me, that was a miracle. I felt like I put on new skin. Suddenly, everything was in color. It's like I'd lived in black and white, and now I seen things in color. The world was illuminated, and suddenly I realized I had purpose. God had a plan for my life. He had eternity in mind for me. At that moment where I zoomed in on Jesus, and today, church, God has a plan for your life. It's Easter Sunday. We're not celebrating a God that died and he's in the tomb. We're celebrating a resurrected King. And if he's got a good plan for my life, then you bet your bottom dollar he's got a good plan for your life. He's got a purpose for your life. There's hope for your life. You're not written off like social media would say. You're not the sum of the words of what people have spoken over your life. You've got a purpose in God. You've got a hope in God. You've got a future in God. You've got an eternity today in God. But the first step we have to make is we all have to zoom in on Jesus. When you zoom out 
No longer is that just a job that you don't like going to. You can be thankful that God has placed you there for a purpose. No longer is your life just an accident. You can be thankful that you've got life in God. And today, church, Jesus, the Bible says, is standing at the door of your heart, knocking on the door and asking to come in and have a relationship, have life with you. So right across this place, with every head bowed and eyes closed, we wanna create a moment right now, a moment for us to connect your life with the God of heaven. At one point, you might've turned your back on Jesus and went your own way. Well, good news today, church, Jesus has never turned his back on you. He's standing today with open arms, asking you to come home, asking to have a relationship and life with you. So in a moment, I'm gonna count to three. And when I get to three, I'm gonna ask you, if you wanna connect your life with the God of heaven today, then when I get to three, I'm gonna ask you to raise your hand up nice and high so we know who we're praying for today. You don't have it all worked out, but your heart's beating and you know today you need to get right with God. You need to connect your life with Jesus and the God of heaven. Then on one, you know it's your moment. You don't have it all worked out. You once went and walked with Jesus, but you turned your own way. Well, Jesus is ushering you home into relationship with him today too. You're saying today, I wanna follow Jesus. I wanna take a chance on Jesus. I wanna give my life to Jesus. Then today, church, I'm gonna ask you nice and bold in this moment, if you're coming back, giving your life back to Jesus, then in a moment, raise your hand. Or if it's for the first time, you're connecting your life with the God of heaven, then three, right now across this place with hands lifted high, saying today, I wanna connect my life back with the God of heaven. Looking across the room right now, my left, your right, you're saying today, I wanna connect my life with the God of heaven. Don't miss this moment. This is the best decision you could make in your life. Saying today, I wanna take a chance on Jesus. In the middle, you don't have it all worked out, but you know this is your moment to get right with God, to connect your life with the God of heaven. Then raise your hand right across this place. I see that hand. Thank you so much. Hand in the middle. Thank you so much. More hands across this place saying today, I wanna reconnect my life back with the God of heaven. Lastly, on my right, your left. Saying today, Pastor Lee, I wanna, I want help connecting my life with the God of heaven. Jesus came, took on the sins of the world, died for us, but was risen again so we could have life in all of its fullness. Another moment. Saying today, I wanna follow Jesus. All right, amazing church. Why don't you pray this prayer? Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, mom, we're praying this all together. Dear Jesus, today I choose to give my life to you. Thank you for dying for me. But today I acknowledge that the grave did not hold you there, but that you rose again. And today I have life. I have purpose. I have a future in you. Show me what it is to live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Really quick, church, put your hands together and thank those incredible people who made a decision. So good. If you put your hand up in that moment, then please make sure you come back next week and you get a bag, a white bag on the way out, which has a Bible for you. 
and helps us journey with you these next steps with Jesus. It's not just a one-off decision in a moment. Salvation is, but discipleship is a lifelong journey with God. Thank you for listening to this Audacious podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. We'd love for you to join us at one of our campuses, Manchester, Chester, or online every Sunday, 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. 